This is Groove Talk with Froggy Style. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves first? For sure. Yeah. Um, I'm Kaylin Brando. I'm Shane, but people call me Winston. <laughs> that's, that's become my alias. <laughs> cool. Is there any particular reason why? Uh, I changed it to Winston on Facebook like way back when, because in 1984, and then it made me giggle, and it just stuck. And Facebook won't let me change my name anymore. So <laughs> I meet new people. I'm like, yeah, I'm Winston. So people know me as that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and you guys are a hip hop duo here in Calgary. Yes. Uh, Arrows. Arrows. Yes. Arrows. Cool. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Kaylin and I have known each other since high school. I was like 17. Yep. We've been meaning to make music together for a decade. And eventually I was like, okay, screw this. Come over. We'll spend a weekend over and make an EP. So we, I set him up on a cot in my kid's bedroom. And for the whole weekend, we just got up at like 7 a.m. Recorded until like 2 a.m. And pushed it out. Yeah. Huh. Kept pushing. Um, got together, yeah, working on uh, different styles, trying to trying to have different kind of style for each song as well, instead of just uh, very uh, typical hip hop. And it's, uh, it's a lot different than the other kind of hip hop that uh, I've been doing as well. And I find it's really, uh, feels really organic. Um, and Shane Winston's a great producer. Amazing at what he does. And yeah. Since uh, grade twelve, end of end of grade twelve, I think it was like the last semester that we met, and then just yeah, just never, never got together until now. Pushed it out, and then beautiful. You gotta push more. Yeah, gotta push more. Yeah, it's the plan after this. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So do you guys like? Do you both kind of come from a hip hop background, or? I grew up playing guitar, wanting to play piano, and then when I finally got enough money, I was like, I can buy synthesizers. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I can play synths, but I don't know keys, so I'm going to learn piano. And then I I dislike most hip-hop. I shouldn't say that. Shh. But, uh, <laughs> um, I dislike most hip-hop, because, but I really, really like what I do like, so then I like find something and I attach to it, and then... Last little while, I've been working a lot with uh, Mark and Rachel from Like a Fox, okay. and they've brought this whole other passion where I'm like, "Hey, get more projects done! Get more projects done! Let's do this! Yeah!" <laughs> and uh, Mark and Rachel are actually on the one song, uh, "Shepherd," on this. So cool. And they've just brought—they're so great for the scene in town. They do such good stuff. Um, they just brought my like, "Oh yeah, Shane, you can do this, and let's do it." And they've driven us like. They, they give you good criticism too. And yeah, like, very much so. It's definitely something that you need as an artist is people who are willing to look at your music and actually not just be like, oh yeah, it's great, you know, well, well you need like, no, but like, please look at it and like tell me how I can improve on this. I feel like it's a really, those are important people to have in your life, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I have a rule in my studio, that's dope isn't something I want to hear. Yeah. Because <laughs> if that's dope, then it should already be out. But there's always something that can be better. Yeah. So. No, totally. Um, there's also something that's be said about collaborating with people, I think. Um, it kind of gives you, like, that push to want to keep doing more. And, like, it kind of is refreshing on the creative side as well, I find. Um, 
so when you guys are writing music, uh, does one do lyrics, one do music? Do you both have part in the lyrics, or how how does that work? Yeah, um, we each write our own uh, verses. Um, we'll bounce uh, our verses off each other uh, when we're writing them, and just in case something doesn't quite fit, uh, I have a tendency to have a faster cadence, and sometimes I'll put in too many words, and Winston really helps me tighten that up, and uh, most of the time I'll like I'll try and figure out well for the arrows EP I'll figure out something on guitar while. He's uh, programming uh, the the drums and whatnot, and he pretty much does most of uh, the programming and such. Basically, arrows. We didn't use a single synth on it. Every sound in it is either okay. Well, we use some Rhodes keyboard, which was like a contact emulator, or whatever you know, like a contact player. And then, but every sound, even on bridges, like the it sounds like a bassy tone is either guitar or bass. But like then manipulating it, okay. and because Kalen kicks ass at guitar. Like, I play guitar, but if I'm going to be like, hey, let's record this guitar line, I'm going to be like, here you go, and pass him the guitar. I guess you can't see that on a microphone, but it's really <laughs> And uh, so I'm going to be like, hey, I have this idea. Do you want to try it? And he'll do it, and then he'll be like, oh, sweet, there's a simple thing, and then a few little that I don't do. Yeah. And it just brings things to another level. Awesome. But yeah, it's straight collaboration. Like, we'll critique each other's verses. And yeah, cool. So is there a lot of, like, it sounds like there is, a, but a lot of live instrumentation on the album then is... The only thing that's not live is the drums. Okay. Because I don't have proper drum mics and I don't play drums. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, you were talking about, a little bit, about the scene in Calgary. Um, what's your personal experience has been like with the hip-hop scene in Calgary? Super inviting. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Years ago, I was always like, ah, oh, I make hip-hop and I love freestyling, but I don't want to go to these things because everybody you meet randomly who's into hip-hop, like, I used to have this, like, stigma and I'd be like, screw that, I don't like the attitude, but it was, I didn't put myself out there to actually see it. And there's people who are hosting events all the time, open mic things, things that you go to, you go up to someone, you say, hey, I like your stuff, like, don't go up and say that's dope because I told you my rule on that, <laughs> yeah. but hey, I like when you do this and when you do that, it actually resonates with me. People, they feed back and they they listen you send someone you like like hey I like your music send them a Facebook message three weeks later you end up collaborating with them and it feels great like mm -hmm. it's so that's how I feel about it yeah very much so it's very uh, very very inviting and welcoming um, when I first started I didn't reach out as well I was kind of afraid to go to events kind of shy because um, I was also switching over from playing a lot of rock music and uh, took my poetry to a more hip-hop kind of side and so yeah I was kind of nervous and then my first event that I went out to was a uh, Cafe Koi Elevated Etiquette in 2015 in August and it was just a really really good experience everybody was very welcoming and met a lot of really cool people and uh, everybody's like shame saying like you shoot them a song and then all of a sudden boom you're collaborating with them shortly everybody really wants to work together and push each other yeah, I've uh, I've had similar experiences. Um, ten at ten. Yeah. Uh, I haven't actually gone yet. Yeah, I've went the one time because, uh, like I was saying earlier, I uh, Otter Otter, mm -hmm. yeah. a local hip hop guy. Uh, yeah. I helped him That's a lot. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I helped him a lot with a couple of his songs, and uh, we've collaborated a little bit. And when he was playing ten at ten, I was actually doing the music for it, so I. 
got up there and did that. And it was just a really inviting community. And that's something that I really wasn't actually expecting. You know, I also had a little bit of a stigma and, but yeah, you know, you get down and people come up to you and they're like, oh man, I really like what you did up there. And they're just very open and I don't know, but just like I said, I wasn't expecting that like friendliness from this hip hop community, I yeah, guess. It's, it's very, yeah, very raw and real. People just express themselves. It's nice. Yeah, it's cool. For years, like with like, because I've been going to that like Elevate Etiquette and other little open mic events for pushing on three years and I would just do freestyles because I love freestyling. It's like what I like about hip hop. Okay. And for years I was like, oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go do any of my written songs because I'm a dark bastard. And uh, <laughs> then it eventually got to the point where I was like doing it and I got, yeah, the feedback's great. So it's... So you freestyle? I was actually on CDSW on Friday night until like from 3 until 7 a.m. spitting. Really? Yeah, it was a blast. That's, awesome. That's awesome. That's something that I like. I envy anybody who can write hip hop because I can't. But people who can freestyle are just like, holy... I can't even, like, write hip-hop songs when I'm trying to just be funny and, like, rhyme words. So <laughs> people who freestyle, like, I total respect. Holy it, crap. It's my favorite thing about hip-hop. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's like reverse meditation. And then yeah. you feel all high off it. Yeah, that's... Do you know about flow states? No. Uh, it's kind of... Uh, a mental state that you can get into it happens a lot when you're doing extreme sports and stuff like that oh. but yeah um apparently a lot of people say that when you are doing freestyling like that you're entering into this kind of state where you can instead of reacting you're kind of planning your next move ahead so it's it's, it's that's like how i call it reverse meditation yeah. it's the same kind of thing and you're in this like euphoria and it's like keeps me sober yeah <laughs> yeah it's super cool man um so do you guys use music kind of as a tool for getting emotions out or oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah much so yeah it's like um it's my biggest output and outlet for expressing lots of things going on with myself and also with the world and stuff and sometimes i'll see something on the news and i'll just, just write a whole song just gets my emotions all riled up yeah I definitely like whether like usually first thing I do when I get up in the morning is I play a little bit on piano because it's right outside my bedroom door so it's like ah oh, first thing I do is play piano put my kid to sleep by holding him in one hand and then practicing chords and scales and doing that and it's uh it's the number one thing that keeps me from being like oh yeah see ya peace world <laughs> <laughs> yeah so is there any um meaning behind the EP like, is there There's a message, I guess? Is the EP in whole? Yeah. No, um, but each song definitely has its thing. Okay. Yeah. Like, we actually, the last song on there, or the first song on there is the last song we recorded. It's actually in reverse order of how we wrote them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, my attitude is passion or piss off, and that line where we go, fuck dreams, I got goals, fuck heart, I got soul. I paid the troll the toll, cross bridges to the goal. It's because... I'm going to do whatever I ha can to reach my passions and reach my goals. And if something's getting in my way, whether it's friends, whether it's financial things or whatever, I'm going to find a way to bust through that. And then the next one's like, basically... Ungrateful love. Yeah, it's like, you. we've all put our heart in the wrong box. Yeah. And being like, hey, here, take this. And then they take it, and they step on it. And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sometimes a cold pillowcase is nicer than having a warm body next to you. Yeah. So, and then uh, Shepherd, it's, that was that song came out 
I don't know even what it's necessarily about unless you listen to each thing individually. Yeah. It came out so organically. Yeah, yeah I, I really dig... Uh, uh, I, I really actually dug the line in Bridges, the chorus there, that whole thing. I found it... Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, do you try and write songs that kind of have choruses like that? Or are you... Do you know? Um, like catchy and hooks? Yeah, yeah. Um, something from working with Mark and Rachel from Like a Fox has pushed me way more in that direction because Mark is a chorus master. Cool. There's like... I'm not bad talking to you, Rachel. I know you're going to listen to this, but Mark, <laughs> you've just got this hook thing to you where when you work with them... And like they drop these hooks, and it's like, okay, that's that's the hook. There's no arguing it. That's the hook. Yeah. And uh, they've brought me up to being like, do that, do it. And it, and it's showed me the value of it. And then when you see someone and you play the song and they know the chorus, and you're like, sweet, yeah, yeah. I feel really good about that. Yeah. They're humming it in their head the next day, and you're just like, oh yeah. Hey, wait, you're humming my song. <laughs> oh, sweet. I can't hear when people hum in their head. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a something that a lot of uh, hip hop music almost lacks, though, is the choruses and the hooks that you need to kind of. Those are the things you do need to. If you, I feel, if you do want to make it, or get people to listen, you need those things that people can sing along to, and yeah, it pulls them in. Yeah, lots of people think pop music's a curse word. <laughs> yeah. it's just it's not. It's good to be catchy. If some, like I used to, I spent like five years making noise music and it was terrible. Don't listen to it. <laughs> but uh, I used to like, oh, that's catchy. Okay, I got to do something else. Like literally that was my attitude for a while, which is stupid. Like it's catchy. Great. Keep moving on. Like keep it. Move on. Yeah. But I'd be like, no, delete that file. Delete that file. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a reason why I have songs with one play on them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's hard to like sometimes you just want to make music to make music you know yeah. and there are people who appreciate that as well just the music aspect of it and people definitely get into that too but it's not the general public yeah, <laughs> so what's it like promoting yourselves do you guys have issues with that or um i kind of did when i first started getting into uh hip-hop and everything um but now not so much i feel like uh really uh getting a brand and a certain idea out there um so that when people think of your name or hear your song they instantly that that pops into their head um it has been a bit tricky to get to there though because uh, i was a bit kind of sloppy before with my branding but we recently just started with uh there's seven artists that we're working together really closely with and it's not necessarily a record label because we're not paying for them to put the records out or anything like that and it's not a promotion company but we're working all very closely together and helping each other because it's easier to promote so it's easier for me to be like hey Kay hey listen to Kaylin's album this is sweet because I don't feel like I'm being a selfish prick yeah and uh, being like yeah, um, listen to my thing, please. Like, it's <laughs> it's easier to help promote someone else. So we've got a group of seven artists who I really respect. They're very versatile, and we all have our own styles that we do. Because there's no point in working with someone that does the same thing as you. That's a waste of effort. Mm -hmm. Like, you might as well work with yourself. There's multi-track recording for a reason. <laughs> and uh, so we all work really tightly together. And it's, the, it's called Form 10. And it's just turning into something, and it's... 
it makes it a lot easier because then I can be like, hey, check this out. And now we're putting out a bunch of EPs. There should be a few more EPs coming out under Form 10 right away. And we're, if we sell them for so cheap that I don't feel bad being like, here, buy this. Yeah. Five bucks a piece or three for 10. So. Awesome. That's my sales pitch. Five <laughs> bucks a piece or three for 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how did you find all these other artists? Are they people you know or? Met most of them at open mic hip hop events yeah. or shows and being like I like your music I want to work with you then you work with them and it's like I like your attitude I want to work with you sweet let's work more okay let's make this something let's figure a way to feed ourselves with music yeah <laughs> it's not there yet yeah <laughs> getting there one day yeah that's, that's the dream right <laughs> yeah. very much so it's yeah. the goal yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so what are the some of the advantages, would you say, working as a duo instead of just a standalone artist? Um, for myself, sometimes like if I'm producing a song, sometimes like I'll be like I'll have a certain idea in my mind and then once I get further into it, I'll it'll slowly become five different songs in one. Um, and that can happen sometimes even with my lyrics as well. Um, so really, it's really nice to work with somebody else, uh, especially like Winston, and uh, keeps me on track and really focused on um, what we're trying to get done. That's yeah. I've got a broad skill set personally, where I'm I've got a lot of skills that are not mastered in a lot of different things. But I'm not a math like I'm a jack of all trades. This is how I feel about it. And it's like oh, if I was really great at that one thing. But so I work with these other people, and everybody I work with. Like if I'm going to work with someone and they're going to not be able to give me a criticism, say, hey, do you know what? That sucks. Like, I need to hear when that sucks because when I'm in the midst of it, I'm not judging it. You just go with it and you run with it and you flow with it until, okay, now it's something. But when you're in it, sometimes it's nice to have someone to say, no, stop. That's garbage because you can't tell when you're creating. And if you're judging as you're creating, you're not being honest to your creation side. So that's, I don't know, we worked really, like, that's something I told you before. I was like, I'm going to tell you if it's shitty. And you got to yeah. tell me the same. And we didn't say that's shitty a bunch. But uh, sometimes it's like, man, let's, let's scratch that whole verse, both yeah. of us, and let's start over. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, very val- that's a very valuable thing to have. Like, and that was really cool. It was cool what you said about the whole, like, that's not fair to the creative side of you. When you are in that mode, you just got to let that shit out, you know, and mm-hmm. see where it takes you and see what happens with it. And I dig that. Have you found any disadvantages at all working as a duo or? Between the two of us? Definitely no. not. No. It's been, I felt like I'm sober all the time and I felt high as tits as we were working because <laughs> we were just like, we were vibing with it so well. Yeah. And it'd be like, oh, Kayla's still sleeping, but here, I got a drum line. Now it's time to bang on the door and say, get up, let's make something. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, that it worked really well. I'm sure now that we had this one project that we're pretty happy with, that next time it's going to be like, oh, we're happy with that. There's going to be a stress trying to recreate that, so we have to throw that away. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely get that. I work best in collaboration. Yeah. I throw, I throw my ideas away lots of times when I'm by myself. Yeah, it's definitely hard to work by yourself and motivate yourself even sometimes like motivation is a big issue with a lot of artists I find and when you are working with somebody else like again I think I've said it already but they push you to just do things even which is sometimes what you need to finish the idea that's the thing ideas are the easy part it's the execution that's hard yeah 
I found uh, Shane really uh, helped me, push me to uh, my full potential as well, working on this EP. Um, and I may have like gotten there before, but not as fast if I wasn't working with Shane. He really said like, nah, like this is how, it, this is where you're good at. Thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Your verses on this are my favorite verses I've heard from you. <laughs> Cheers, man. <laughs> Vice versa. Kill it. High five, but I don't want to stretch far. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of interesting. A lot of uh, local hip-hop people I've met, at least, they all kind of have a, a root in non-hip-hop music. Um, they've kind of progressed into the hip-hop world, I guess. It's just... Why do you think that is? Do you have any ideas on that? Or, or um, why it was for you, maybe? When I, uh, it's funny, when I actually, I disliked hip-hop and rap for most of my life. Uh, yeah. Because I only really listened to mainstream rap and hip-hop, and the just derogatory language and subject matter towards women, and a lot of uh, drug use and whatnot. It was just, it wasn't spreading knowledge and whatnot and um, so I, I didn't really like it at all and when I was in junior high I actually made uh, a mixtape that was really bad and I just like bastardized hip-hop and just made really really bad hip-hop music and then a bit later when I was about 18 um, I really got into graffiti and I dove deep into the elements and really found out where it all started from and the meaning behind it all and the, just the raw power that can come from it then I was just like, okay, like, this is where it's at. Yeah, I uh, I got into hip hop because of freestyle. Because I, like, I've been writing since I was a kid, playing music my whole life. And then when I found out how fun it is to bust into rhythmic rhyming in front of a group of people, mm -hmm. and then play off like the color of your shirt or the bun in your hair, and then just be like, and then you go off of it, and then someone throws you a topic, and you go off on that. And then I was like, wow, I like this. And me and my older brother, he's actually on the second track of this EP. He does the middle verse of it. Um, me and my older brother were doing it a bunch. And I was like, okay, do you know what? This is actually fun. So then we wrote way too many songs together. And like half of them are really good. Which that, I'm happy. 50% yeah, is okay. That's a pass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, we're always aiming for our honor roll, but it doesn't happen all the time. But, uh, and then it was like, man, this is fun. And then the community that I've been, since I've been jumping out into this, the community, the friends that I've been building off of it, it's great. And the vibe, like when you're in that room and you're playing it off each other and you're producing something and then at the end of the night you go to song. Cool. Hopefully someone listens. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like the hip hop, like we were saying before, like the hip hop community is really welcoming too. Um, and somewhat of the rock scene is, but not too much. Not all too much so um, for me that's was that was really nice and that's when I was like okay like hip-hop's definitely a thing for me um, having that love from people strangers just showing you appreciation and um, giving you real criticism and some people like in the rock yeah, scene whatnot there's um, a lot of people just trying to be better than the other band and a lot of yeah from what I found it happens in every scene though there is so but I've definitely noticed it less competitive than you'd think it would be in the hip-hop scene. Maybe it's just Calgary, because yeah. Calgary's an easy city to live in, so maybe people aren't as competitive like that. <laughs> maybe it's because of the, the easiness to collaborate 
in like hip hop. Whereas like if you're in a rock band, it's harder to collaborate with other bands. But yeah, I mean, it could be a. I'm the same way though. I come from rock metal background in high school, and then my taste kind of progressed. And I'm I make electronic music um, primarily and DJ, but. That's how I also got into hip hop is I felt the same way. It was something that was always kind of like gangster rap and, you know, tough guy stuff. And then you actually hear hip hop and you're like, wow, these are very smart ideas being expressed beautifully. (laughs) And it just like completely changes your entire like outlook and you like search out for that now. And it's I like I respect hip hop so much more than I used to, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a few times I've completely given up on hip hop in my life and been like, screw it, it's all the same. And then I find idea and abilities like when I was younger, and I think I was like 17, and I was like, wow, okay, wow, that's great. And then I give up on it like five years later, or no, like two years later, and it's like Aesop Rock. And then I give up, and it's POS, and then it's like, find everyone they've ever worked with. Oh my god, oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. Is there any advice? or tips or something that you guys would be willing to give to people who are maybe just getting started out playing an instrument or writing lyrics or anything like that make beautiful mistakes yeah don't be afraid to make mistakes as well um Um, find talented friends and spend time with them basically anyone who i spend time with it's because i respect what they do and that's how you do it. That's actually an interview I watched with POS. He said, find talented friends and spend as much time as you can with them because then you'll get better. Be willing to take criticism and get better because I have a long way to grow. You have a long way to grow. Everybody you know can be a hundred times better than they are. And who? that's, yeah, it's not like we're pretty much just starting out. Though I make music, it's yeah. not like anyone really like, it's not like lots of people have heard it. You know? When I was uh, first starting out with guitar um, I kind of I kind of gave up for a bit because I just wasn't fully uh, fully picking up on it but I could tell inside that I there's something connected to music and so I just didn't give up and kept pushing and kept pushing um, so yeah one of the big things is yeah just dedication yeah don't be afraid to make mistakes and make beautiful mistakes and sometimes the mistakes you make you you can turn that into something really beautiful afterwards yeah, there's definitely some things that people are like, I love that part. And like, really? I just couldn't figure out how to edit it out because of the way it was done. And I couldn't EQ that sound out. They're like, no, I like it. And I'm like, sweet. I hate it. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, music is such a subjective thing, I guess. Like, what I hear in my songs, people are hearing something completely different, you know? But anytime you look at your own work sometimes you hear all those little mistakes or those things that weren't perfect and you wanted it to be slightly different but those can end up like you said those can be some of the best parts of these the songs they're yeah beautiful mistakes yeah it makes me think of a thing i'm on one of the production forums i'm on and uh, this guy posted a thing and he was talking about how you'll never make that sound that's in your head yeah but you keep working at it until you make the sound that should be in your head and you keep doing it because you know, you probably hear, oh, I want like 27 filters slightly pitched off each other and over like that with like the resonance wobbling, but you're not going to do it. Not the way it's in your head, but it's fun. Yeah. And keep trying to find that. But then Bill Evans says, keep find, finding the sound in your head until you find it. And then once you've found that, you've made it. 
So Bill Evans went further than most piano players. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can remember one time just sitting here trying to make a harmonica sound in Ableton. That's hard. Yeah, for like three, four hours, just making, trying to make this one sound. And in the end, I didn't end up with a harmonica sound, but I learned so much about so many different things just trying to make that sound, so. You know, harmonica's like eight bucks at the store. Yeah, I know. It's a lot cheaper than like, how much do you value your time? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm just bugging you. Um, how long have you guys been doing music stuff? Would you say? Since I was a kid. Since you were a kid? I think I read my first, or I think I performed my first written song on guitar when I was like nine or ten, and like read my first poetry in public when I was six. So, right. Yeah, for me, um, it started with poetry when I was um, seven years old. Um, of course, it wasn't the greatest poetry, but uh, it's what really got me into it. And. Um, yeah, I kind of forgot the question there. I spaced out. How long have you been doing music? Okay, cheers. Um, so yeah, since yeah, since about yeah, I was twelve when I first picked up the guitar. I was going to uh, I had football practice that day, and I was like, nope. Uh, after I picked up the guitar, I was like, nope. Actually, my brother was showing me some chords, and because he was playing, he's a really really good singer as well. And after that, I was just like, done with sports. And then, yeah, so I've been playing guitar for about 16 years and rapping for about four to five. I mean, I don't classify what I was rapping in junior high as actual rap. <laughs> it's, it's garbage. I'm sure people put stuff out that sounds worse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this. <laughs> yeah. I haven't shown you all my private tracks on SoundCloud. <laughs> what kind of uh, are you guys influenced by anybody like obviously that's probably you are but could you name some of your influences maybe I guess um, I listen to a lot of like on music side I listen to a lot of Herbie Hancock Thelonious Monk Flying Lotus Bill Evans Miles Davis um, Charles Mingus I've been listening to like a lot recently because it's like how do they do this and then verbally uh, idea and abilities like idea is amazing and he's actually doing the memorial show on Friday I forget where it is exactly this this Friday is it at Dickens so. and it's he's passed but they're touring that movie and I'm like I need to see that I need to see that it's so exciting idea like oh my god best freestyler ever you just make everything in my mind crazy <laughs> and then Aesop Rock um, POS Cecil Otter, Dessa, like all those Doomtree people blow yeah. me away. Um, Mr. Liff, Dem Atlas, it's like Doomtree, the guys that were on Def Jux, who is now, I'm pretty sure it's absorbed by, um, absorbed by Rhyme Sayers and Rhyme Sayers. It's like, most of the other stuff doesn't tickle me like that. And then whoever I'm collaborating with, is that the biggest inspiration at the time. Cool. Yeah, for myself, with, uh, <coughs> with music, it would definitely be uh, like Muddy Waters, Ooh. Jimi Hendrix. Um, I really love the Steve Miller Band. Uh, I just think that the way that they uh, they put their music together is just really, really well. It's really well uh, put together and composed, rather. And um, for uh, I'm not so much. I'm kind of picky with beats. I can't really say for producing wise, but uh, for lyrics. Um, 
definitely Doomtree. Doomtree is huge. I absolutely love everybody in Doomtree. Um, my all-time favorite MC right now, my top, is Mick Jenkins. Uh, he's, yeah, he really changed a whole lot about my, my writing and whatnot. And who else is up there? Play me some on the drive home. I haven't heard it. Yeah, definitely. Jazz, that jazz song. Oh, that one. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So good. He tried to tell me it was a trap beat, but it's like an acoustic trap beat. <laughs> yeah, it's different. It's, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah, so, um, who else did I be up there? Definitely my brother. My brother is one of my biggest inspirations. Um, he's very, very talented. Now you're making me look bad when my brother listens to this. Thanks. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys' uh, families very supportive of you know your music and stuff um my old brother is my younger brother he'll he'll definitely be like Shane that's garbage Shane that's good like if he's like hey can I listen to that I know it's really good <laughs> otherwise he lives with me and I usually produce on a PA system so he's like no, you shouldn't be doing that anymore because he doesn't want to hear that terrible <laughs> 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 and uh, my older brother, I send him like basically Kalen, my older brother and Mark and Rachel from Like a Fox. It's like if I do something, I'm because I don't, I have a hard time judging my stuff if it's good or not. I'm like, hey, listen to this. Tell me, is it good? And they're like, get rid of that. Get rid of that. Keep that. Oh, okay, thanks. And like, so yeah, my older brother is very supportive. That's, that's that's awesome. You definitely need that in your family. I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, my brother's actually very similar. If my brother tells me something is like good, then I'm like, oh shit, that might actually because he's not afraid to like you know. He shouldn't be. And exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate him so much for being that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's you need those people, and I'm not going to go up to some random person on the street and be like, hey. Yeah, I really like that one chord in your song, but the rest sucks. But yeah. you bring someone into that bubble. Yeah. You need to be like, this is what's good or bad. But if you put something out there, you have to be willing to accept negative criticism. Yeah, fully. Tell me if you hate the songs, but just that means that you, at least you listen, so thanks for listening. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, my family's very supportive of me. They always have been, um, even back when I was playing guitar and whatnot. And switching to hip-hop, my mom wasn't too stoked about it because she uh she doesn't know too much hip-hop she knows the same mainstream radio garbage that was played before and um but she totally she totally digs it my dad actually used to rap but not really? actually rap yeah like when hip-hop was first coming out he was always trying to get like making really fast rhymes but never really followed through with it i'm still trying to get him on a track Serious. <laughs> That'd be cool. Huh? Serious. <laughs> yeah. My grandma used to play the rhyme game with me as a kid. My mom hated it because then I'd start rhyming everything. So it's the same kind of, that's like who got me writing poetry. So it's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's uh, what we just, the whole thing reminded me of a quote actually. Uh, it was something along the lines of, it's about criticism and stuff. The worst criticism you can get is indifference. So, yeah, like, if people definitely. just... Nothing, you know? Which, once you start putting stuff out there and posting it in public forums and stuff, you 
that is so true. <laughs> when like I would so rather somebody be like, you know what, this is garbage. I'd be like, thank you. <laughs> the best criticism we can get right now is we just dropped the EP off at CJSWs for you to call in. I think it's on a Sunday and be like, hey, can we listen to Arrows? Because that'd make me feel great. Yeah. <laughs> please, please, please. <laughs> Use my manners. <laughs> Any future plans? Like more EPs, a full album, or... Right now, personally, I'm focused on small EPs, because we're able to sell them for so cheap, which means that people can actually get their hands on it, but, like, by all means, steal our music and let's do it online. I'm not necessarily... Like, I want people to listen more than anything. Yeah. That was my sales pitch right there. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, but, like, doing little EPs... Because with the other the people we're working with, we're trying to get to the point where we're putting out enough stuff where if one person's doing a show, they bring a bin of everything Form 10, and you can pick through it and do any of it for three for five, or three for ten, sorry. Sweet. And, because then people get a selection. So it's, and we do a lot of collaborations. Like, who knows, maybe next EP we put out will have no no supporting acts, because we worked with a lot of people on this. There was like nine yeah. of us in three songs, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, or maybe next one it would be you, me, and someone else. I'm not going to yeah. say any names, because if I do, then someone feels pressure if they listen to this. <laughs> so, what's the live show like? Have you guys... We haven't you, yet. Not yet? Do no. you have any like plans of what the live show is going to be like? Is it going to be with live instruments? or? We've talked about it. It'd be pretty, probably pretty hard for you to play your, your guitar lines and rhyme. For some songs, for sure, yeah. yeah. Loop panels are nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> We haven't talked about that that much. No, not it's, too much. Since we put the EP out, I'm finishing up mixing another EP for someone. Actually, three that I'm mixing for someone right now. So I'm like, okay. I'm busy. busy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it feeds me. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know exactly how that's going to go, but we'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. We'll hit some open mics first and be like, hey, yeah, do you sure. like it? Please listen. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, please, because then people feel obliged because I was polite. <laughs> so Form 10. That's, did you want to talk about that a little bit? And... Yeah, so I've been working with people. Um, the people from Like a Fox, Mark, Rachel, Steph, fantastic. They're like a family to me and have basically saved my mind. Uh, Zico, Lyric, Kaylin, me, and my older brother, Hall, Steve Hall. He's based out of Nova Scotia, but it's, he's from Calgary, but he's over there and he's coming back. But we, uh, we all respect what he do, what each other do. We all like what each other do, and we're all supporting each other anyways. So, was it two weeks ago? We had him, we had everyone over and we were like, hey, we like what we're doing. Uh, I like what you do. You act like you like what I do. Let's uh, support each other. Let's try and figure some things out. We don't have anything that we can be like, hey, we're promoting this right now. Please come. I wish I could, but I can't yet. <laughs> and, uh, but just working as a team, because nobody has ever made it to the top of a mount without somebody packing them a sandwich, you know, like without working together with yeah. it. And everybody that's involved with it is really versatile in what they do. Whether it's this person can sing amazing and can rhyme, this person's a great guitar player and can spit, this person plays wicked bass and can rhyme and sing, or this person, whatever. Like, And it's about the versatility and it's... I don't know, it's supposed to end up, it's going to end up feeling like a family pretty soon here because they're all the, they're all my best friends pretty much too. So that's, I don't want to work with people I don't like. Yeah, yeah, that's, 
Understandable. <laughs> but right now, Form 10 isn't anything official. Okay. It's something official, but not official. We don't know what to call it. But, like, if we're going to put out a CD, and we do everything DIY right now, I'm sure you noticed it was Sharpie on your CD, but that was uh, <laughs> until we can afford a printer through printing them properly on CDs. But we'll have a CD pr- uh, pressing party where we'll have us all together, we'll get a pizza, and we'll all make cases, and we'll all do that for four hours. And that way it takes the load off everyone. Yeah. And at the end, it's like, hey, there's 100. Sweet. You guys have fun? Yeah. Thanks for showing me that. Like, and listen to music and do that and just work together because no one can do it by themselves. Yeah, exactly. And you definitely need that support system, I feel, especially when you're early stages, I guess. Mm-hmm. Can't afford to pay support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, this whole thing is still fairly, fairly new then. We've got three releases officially from Form 10 already. Okay. Um, like a Fox just put out an EP. Uh, Send Help, that's a group I'm in with Mark and Rachel. And then Arrows. And I'm going to put the pressure on Mark and Rachel if they listen to this, but I think we're putting out a full Like a Fox CD right away. There's the pressure. And we've got a, um, an EP from Mark that is going to be coming out right away. And just... Because we all do so much music. Like, I probably spend eight hours a day in the studio. And same with them. And same with, that's, hey, I have an idea. Hit record. And then we're not putting out every idea we record. Because I would never take someone's money for that. But um, just doing whatever we can all the time. So we might as well. I don't know. I like being able to buy a a CD from a band. It makes me feel good. Yeah. If I like someone. So I'm like hey, do you know what? Maybe someone would want to do that for me one day. (laughs) Nice. So are there any kind of final things you wanted to talk about? Um, Like promotions? Now's your time to just, you know, kind of let people know. Um, Like a Fox is playing on Friday. When does this come out? Uh, Probably this week sometime. Like a Fox is playing on Friday, October 14th. Go check them out. They're killer. And they'll actually have the first guy that he interviewed playing one of the, uh, set at that same show, yeah. Otter Otter. Oh, cool. He's wicked. Um, and Brom's going to be there as well. Hell, Idea's mom's hosting the event. That's wicked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Kathy. <laughs> and uh, we're working on putting an event together, but I can't say anything quite yet which sucks because this would be time to be like hey check it out but uh, follow form 10 on facebook follow arrows um if you can find winston on facebook i'll say say hello and say if you liked it and tell me if you hated it because that's the only way i get better um if you say you hated it be nice don't be a dick because <laughs> i'll be a dick to you um but don't have to kiss my i'm not asking you to kiss my ass i'm just saying like if, you're, if you hate something be like hey i didn't like this thing listen to the music like if you like it Show your friends, please. Steal it off SoundCloud. Everyone knows how to use MP3 to uh, SoundCloud to MP3. Just do that. If you really like it, buy a CD. <laughs> yeah. Then we can buy more CDs to make more CDs. Nice. <laughs> Spread the love. That's dude. my salesman pitch. I know it's not very good. Sorry. <laughs> Promotion. Yeah. It's one of the things I find hardest about doing anything is even this podcast being like, hey, listen to this thing that I'm doing, please. <laughs> How long have you been doing the podcast? Um, I started about uh, six months ago. Okay. I took a pretty big break over the summer. I was pretty busy. Um, getting in, back into it now pretty hard, though. Uh, 
it's I think we're almost at ten episodes between the two. I have two podcasts on the go right now. Okay, the only one I when I searched it up, I saw the festivals one. Yeah, I was like trying to see what you do with band. Yeah, things, that one's called Groove Talk, and that's what this one is. Okay. Um, the other one's called Glow Popping, which is the one where all the festivals and stuff are. So okay. yeah, that's the one that I heard. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's I don't know. It's been it's been fun. I get to meet cool people, and it's a you know, it's a cool way to, like I said, just meet people. Like, if I were to, if I would have messaged you guys and been like, yo, you want to just, like, talk for a little bit? It's a I'm little, like, yeah. yeah, but, like, most people are probably like, uh, what? No, I don't know you. Whereas, like, if you're like, hey, you want to come over and do a podcast? They're like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's talk with microphones. Yeah, just put a microphone in front of someone and they, they're like, oh, sweet, I feel special. Oh, something to promote is you're doing a, your rock band's doing a show with Like a Fox on November 4th, I think. And Burlap Sack, yeah. And, yeah, so that's Blind coming Vigor. up. Um, and there's, there's more stuff coming up. We probably should have figured out what it was. Remember, remember that. Yeah, um, Lyric from Form 10's doing 10 at 10 on the November one. I don't know the date. There's lots of things coming up. I just forget them. Sorry. It's oh, cool. Yeah, I should be more responsible. <laughs> if you guys like, do remember, and you want, there's some stuff you do want to promote. If you just like message me, I'll Sweet. put it in the episode notes, and also like where you can get the EP and everything, and that'll all be in the episode notes. And cool. I'll Thank share you. links with you guys when it is out. Uh, it should be coming out this following week. So. Sick. I haven't released a music one in a really long time. So. <laughs> I've talked to some people that we're doing this with, and they're like, oh, sweet. Maybe I can check it out. I'll shoot you some links after. Awesome. Cool. Them. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Anything else? Yeah, is there anything you want to say about the EP? We're going to play it after this whole interview. It'll be at the end of the podcast. Is there anything you want to say about it? Or... It was ass. fun to make. Yeah. yeah. It was really fun to make. Uh, put a lot of passion into it. I'm really happy with a lot of a lot of parts of it. You're always going to hate certain parts of what you do. Just like no matter how much you love your kid, they're going to have habits you don't like. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, cool. gl- I'm glad you're wrapping it up because I finished this water. I'm like I got to ch- use the loo. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Really appreciate it. Cool.
control the tone Cross bridges to the globe Fuck dreams, I got goals Fuck heart, I got soul I paid that troll the toll Cross bridges to the globe I'm never gonna relax, step back and be trapped in your rat race Make my own pace, keep up, don't scream, wait Make my own fate, not too late for you to do it too Are you ready to run on fumes? Can you push through it? Is your heart pure? Forget about her, keep your aim true Cold sheets. 
Our love sluts try to walk away There's nothing left to talk about, nothing to say I tried a million times but we never change I'm sick of all the lies, sick of being strange Making it seem 
Meanwhile, well, making my rope, making a fire inside of my soul, burning the bridges that tell me I know. Cause I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. And I don't. Here's my death. Eat my flesh, feed these bones to the dogs. Take my breath out of my chest. I've never been on top. Lost in the valley without a map. Nothing left but reasons to laugh. Only will I bust in half. Please let go while I collapse. And I'm just beat for you to eat once I'm meek and weak. And if I sleep, if I can't be your cattle, then I am obsolete. I know what you need. Extract it from my body. Waste the excess thoughtlessly. I know what you thought of me. Drink my blood when you're thirsty. I don't mind if you hurt me. I can't be your castle or crown. Just tear me down A lamb to a wolf and a shepherd I heard that they want me down And don't you know that words are weapon I say what you mean, stay loud, boy A lamb to a wolf and a shepherd I heard that they want me down And don't you know that words are weapon I say what you mean, stay loud, boy Living inside of my glands The less thans The curtains in my mirrors And I can hear all of the voices The whispers and the fears I guess the reflection's nice and clear When I take a step back and recognize that I am you And you are that You are a figment of my past A ghost, but a ladder to overcome An insanity letters that I choke I wrote Everybody holds in a little bit more And you know this I'm focused, though hopeless Swimming the locusts Mixing my potions Followed emotions Captured the ocean Left with emotion Go with the notion I've been to the bottoms I've added my problems I go with the past This feeling inside No one will last No one will crash with the waves Getting rid of the snakes Chop with the blade Sweep with the legs Set with the head Drop with the rain Open these feelings I hop outside Don't open my rage And break in the cage We gon' be range Out of the frame Out of the lane But still in my brain For instance I burnt it to the ground Only ashes now Round around, round around, it will never fade. Some things will never change. What is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? If you liked this episode of the podcast, why not leave a review? You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. For up-to-date information about the podcast, follow Froggy Style on Facebook and Twitter. That's Frog, the letter E, Style. If you would like to support the podcast, please visit fsproductions.squarespace.com. There you will be able to find previous episodes of the podcasts, articles and blogs that I have written, and there's also the option to donate to the podcast. That's fsproductions.squarespace.com.